I never, in all my life, saw anything like the abject meekness with which those two big people obeyed that might. They went and stood not upon the order of their going. As the door closed behind them, Mrs. Matilda Pittman laughed silently and rocked from side to side in her merriment. Ain't it funny? she said. I mostly lets them run the length of their tether, but sometimes I has to pull them up, and then I does it with a jerk. Now, you can take your time about dressing, my dears, and I'll go down and keep them in order. The mean scallywags. When we descended the stairs, we found a smoking hot breakfast on the table. Mr. Chapman was nowhere to be seen, and Mrs. Chapman was cutting bread with a sulky air. Mrs. Matilda Pittman was sitting in an armchair knitting. She still wore her bonnet and her triumphant expression. Sit right in, dears, and make a good breakfast, she said. We are not hungry, said Kate almost pleadingly. I don't think we can eat anything. And it's time we were on the trail. Please excuse us and let us go on. Mrs. Matilda Pittman shook a knitting needle playfully at Kate. Sit down and take your breakfast, she commanded. Mrs. Matilda Pittman commands you. Everybody obeys Mrs. Matilda Pittman, even Robert and Amelia. You must obey her, too. We did obey her. We sat down and, such was the influence of her mesmeric eyes, we ate a tolerable breakfast. The obedient Amelia never spoke. Mrs. Matilda Pittman did not speak either, but she knitted furiously and chuckled. When we had finished, Mrs. Matilda Pittman rolled up her knitting. No, you can go if you want to, she said. But you don't have to go. You can stay here as long as you like, and I'll make them cook your meals for you. I never saw Kate so thoroughly cowed. Thank you, she said faintly. You are very kind, but we must go. Well, then said Mrs. Matilda Pittman, throwing open the door. Your team is ready for you. I made Robert catch your ponies and harness them, and I made him fix that broken tongue properly. I enjoy making Robert do things. It's almost the only sport I have left. I'm 80, and most things have lost their flavor, except bossing Robert. Our Democrat and ponies were outside the door but Robert was nowhere to be seen. In fact, we never saw him again. I do wish, said Kate, plucking up what little spirit she had left, that you would let us, uh, uh, Kate quailed before Mrs. Matilda Pittman's eye, recompense you for our entertainment. Mrs. Matilda Pittman said before and meant it, that she doesn't take pay for entertaining strangers, nor let other people where she lives do it, much as their meanness would like to do it. We got away. 
the sulky Amelia had vanished, and there was nobody to see us off except Mrs. Matilda Pittman. Don't forget to call the next time you come this way, she said cheerfully, waving her knitting at us. I hope you'll get safe to Bothwell. If I was ten years younger, I vow I'd pack a grip and go along with you. I like your spunk. Most of the girls nowadays is such timid, skittery critters. When I was a girl, I wasn't afraid of nothing or nobody. We said and did nothing until we had driven out of sight and earshot. Then Kate laid down the reins and laughed until the tears came.